his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Politics, culture, chaos. It's time to make sense of it all. It's time to have a little fun. This is your afternoon dose of sanity. This is the Rich Zioli Podcast. I guess I'll tell you about Hunter Biden's laptop since nobody in the media wants to talk about this, but it's kind of a big deal that Hunter Biden claims Russian drug dealers stole another one of his laptops for blackmail while he was drugged out in a Vegas hotel room in 2018. Man, he's with a naked hooker filming a, after filming a sex tape. This guy is a mess. Welcome to the Afternoon Podcast. How are you today? You hope you're having a good day? Hope you're having a good day. Hope you are dealing with the uh, ever-changing nonsense of, uh, of mask mandates, etc. Uh, by the way, I should mention you, the Pentagon is giving an update on Afghanistan as we speak. Uh, this is a very volatile situation. They're sending in the Marines right now to try to evacuate our embassy in Kabul. It looks like uh, Kabul, the embassy, is going to fall into the hands of the Taliban. The Taliban has now gone into, uh, they've, they've made it into the capital city. They didn't think that was going to happen so soon but the Taliban has just ravaged the country taking over city after city and now it's basically that they're in now looking in the city itself in the main city so the Pentagon's giving a briefing I think people are shocked at how quickly the Taliban got there so the Marines are preparing now for a possible evacuation of Americans in Afghanistan And the Taliban has just been sweeping across the country. So the update today is that the Pentagon is moving thousands of Marines into position for a possible evacuation of the American embassy and U.S. citizens in Kabul as the Biden administration braces for a possible collapse of the Afghan government within 30 days, within 30 days. This is you know what this is. This is the fall of Saigon again is what this is. This is, Biden is Jimmy Carter. I mean, this guy is Jimmy Carter in every way, shape, or form. From the inflation to the price of gasoline, now to the fall of our embassy, this guy is Jimmy Carter. And and the crazy family member, because I think Jimmy Carter had a nutty brother, didn't he? You can tweet me about that if you'd be so kind. I think he did. I got to look that one up. It was Bill Clinton had a nutty brother. One of them did. Maybe they both did. Anyway, the embassy... The State Department now is saying that the United States would partly evacuate the embassy. Ned Price, the department spokesman, told reporters in Washington that the drawdown of an unspecified number of civilians among the roughly 4,000 embassy personnel, including about 1,400 American citizens, would occur over the coming days. Now, hopefully I'll have more of that for you before the podcast ends today, but... Uh, As we've said all along, the increased tempo of the Taliban military engagements and the resulting increase in violence and instability across Afghanistan is of grave concern. Let me be very clear about this. The embassy remains open. Yeah, for now it remains open. Anyway, we'll keep following that. So Hunter Biden's a mess. I don't know. This is kind of hard to hear. Let me try to play this for you. See if you can hear this a little bit. This is not easy to hear. It's Hunter Biden in the hotel room. He's naked. He's with a hooker. And uh, here, try to hear this. Crazy 
is yeah, it's hard to hear, right? I'm try- I'll try to translate it for you. He says it was bleep crazy bleep, and somebody stole it during that period of time. He did all this kind of like pretend search and bleep. I think he's the one that stole my computer. I think the three of them, the three guys that were like a little like group, the dealer and his two guys, I took them everywhere, bleep everywhere, crazy out of your mind bleep. The, the, the Russian bleep, she's walking out with a bleep bathing suit in her hand. I wish you could see this picture, too. He's sitting there in a hotel room naked. Thank God you can't see his man junk, is all I can tell you. And he's got his back to the camera. And I don't know what's on his back, if that's a tattoo or the nail bites or claw marks or something. I don't know. But I think he's high. It looks like he's high. Who knows? This is in 2018. And the woman's asking him about if he's worried about being blackmailed. Yeah, right. You think you think he would be worried about being blackmailed? I would imagine. I would. You wouldn't you think? Certainly, he would think that, right? Hunter Biden. What a mess this guy is. You almost feel sorry for him, but then you don't because you realize the guy's going to make so much money with his dumb art show that why would you feel sorry for him, right? <laughs> because really, I mean, he's going to get really, really rich with all of his art stuff. Pentagon sends 3,000 troops back into Afghanistan to evacuate Americans. Oh, man. I am looking at this. State Department announces Kabul embassy drawdown as Taliban captures 11 cities in advance of the capital. This is all happening right now as we're talking. Right now as we're talking during this podcast. This is happening. Taliban is executing Afghan soldiers after they surrender. U.S. Embassy in Kabul is saying that the terror group is offered a power-sharing deal Excuse me, to halt the offensive. They're trying to do anything they can to try to stop the advance. Of a Taliban. Oof. Yeah, man, you know, you got, you got it. It's almost like you think to yourself, I wonder if there was something that could have been done to stop this. Oh, yeah, maybe not announcing exactly when we were leaving and maybe not drawing down everybody on the same day. Like maybe doing it a little bit, just just a little bit in, 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 in steps, maybe. I, I don't know. I always said I want, I want us out of there, but it always seemed to me like it was all about how we do it correctly. Didn't that always seem to you how we do it the right way so we don't wind up in a situation where we're in this situation, that we're clearly in the situation right now? Because we're in a really bad situation. And the Taliban is going to have complete control of that country right now. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. Hunter Biden laptop video sparks a tidal wave of jokes and outrage. He's come under fire again after the release of a video that purportedly shows the president's son telling a woman that Russians had stolen one of his laptops for uh, blackmail. He's telling an unidentified sex worker in January 2019 about an incident the previous year when he was passed out in a pool in Vegas and a computer was stolen from him by Russian drug dealers. In the lead up to the 2020 election won by his father, Joe Biden, a number of damaging stories emerged after Hunter Biden reportedly left a different laptop at a Delaware repair shop. And he says he doesn't remember that. The Mail reports the Daily Mail that the January 2019 video was filmed on the Delaware laptop. If Hunter Biden's account of the 2018 incident is accurate, this would mean he has lost three laptops likely to contain sensitive information. I get it. Everybody's entitled to lose one laptop with nude sex pics of themselves that could be blackmailed by a foreign government. All right, maybe two, but three is when I say you, sir, are out of control. Uh, apparently now one of the laptops likely to contain sensitive information, one in Vegas, one in Delaware, one reportedly seized by the feds. He says in the video, which you can barely hear, they have videos of me doing this. They have videos of me doing crazy effing, sex effing stuff, he says. 
And the woman asks him, will they try to blackmail you? He goes, yeah, in some way, yeah, he says. So now a number of conservative commentators and lawmakers are reminding everybody that this was all fake news. Remember that? This was all fake news, the whole laptop story. We were told it was disinformation. It was the Russians. Remember, it was the Russians who were just putting all this out there. This was all fake news. This is why I tell you this disinformation stuff is so dangerous because, and I have this still pinned to my Twitter account. I have this pinned to my Twitter account, Jen Psaki putting out the ultimate disinformation. So on, let's see, what day was it now? It was, uh, it was uh, October 19th, 2020. Jen Psaki put out the following tweet. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo. Dozens of former, former Intel officials say. All right, so a link to a Politico story, Politico.com story, Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo. And they have all these people who signed a letter on there saying that they think this is the Russians. 50 former senior intelligence officials signed onto a letter saying that they think the story that Hunter Biden has a laptop at a Delaware repair store with all this stuff that could be blackmailed is disinformation. Only the problem is it was not disinformation. It was true. It was real. But this is what I mean. So, so this is what I said in response to this. I said... This is a reminder that people in power deliberately create misinformation to label something disinformation for political purposes. And that's exactly what happened here. Exactly what happened here. Now, look, I know that some people think that Hunter Biden has nothing to do with anything and they don't want to talk about Hunter Biden anymore. The problem, though, is that he has very much everything to do with everything because the guy is so blackmailable. And he actually mentions in the video that he's worried that they might try to blackmail. They might try to blackmail him because of how much money he makes and because his father in the video, he says, was running for president. The guy's a mess. He's a man. And then you wonder about his art show and you think to yourself, how's a first time artist able to sell crappy paintings? He blows through a straw for that kind of money. And the answer is because um, nefarious people are going to buy them hoping to get an audience with them. That's how that's how that's going to happen. What else can I tell you about today? Majority of registered Democrat voters now prefer socialism to capitalism, uh, which is good for them since they're getting socialism. Bravo to them, of course. Uh, are you thinking about homeschooling your kids? I think if you are thinking of homeschooling your kids due to the rise in COVID cases, well, you're not alone. A lot of families are thinking of doing this as well. There's just a lot of it out there. And I'm telling you, um, a lot of families are feeling very frustrated right now as we're turning around and realizing that school's going to start in a month and it looks like these masks are here to stay for kids. I don't know what to do. I really don't. We're frustrated. I wanted to send my kids across the river to Pennsylvania, but now more Pennsylvania districts are making the kids mask up. Uh, and I want them to be around their friends, and I want them to hang out and, and enjoy first grade and kindergarten. I don't really want them to be at the kitchen table. I don't want to homeschool them. I mean, homeschooling is great. Don't get me wrong. I just, I just, I want, I don't, I, I know it's a tough, and I'm not the only parent in this situation right now. This is so many of parents are feeling the same way. And now you can understand why I get so angry at people like Arnold Schwarzenegger with his dumb comments. You hear this comedy made? No, there is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it is, is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Screw your freedom. Because with freedom comes obligations and, uh, and and responsibilities. We cannot just say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, 
That is when it gets serious. It's like no different than the traffic light. We put a traffic light at the intersection so someone doesn't kill someone else by accident. So this is why we have a traffic light. You cannot say, no one is going to tell me that I'm going to stop here, that I have to stop at this traffic light here. I'm going to go right I don't understand the traffic light analogy to somebody wearing a mask. I don't really understand that analogy in any way because uh, clearly if somebody runs a, a stop sign or a red light and crashes another car, somebody could be really, really hurt by this. But it was just a few months ago the CDC said vaccinated people can take masks off. You, you, you remember that, right? You heard them tell us that. And, and they said that, and now all of a sudden we're selfish for wanting to keep our masks off? They told us to take the masks off. They told us. Now they're telling everybody, put them back on. What else are they going to tell us is my question. I think they're going to tell us the vaccines are a whole lot, that they last a whole lot less time than they thought they would. That makes no sense grammatically, does it? You know what I mean. Fauci said today everybody's going to need a booster shot. That's what he said today. That guy is another one. I'll tell you what, that guy. Hey, CBS, you know what CBS said about Cuomo, the love gov? You got to put aside certain things, right? So you got to put aside all that sexual stuff. You put all that aside, you realize, eh, the guy did a pretty decent job when it comes to COVID. Listen to this. This is, uh, what is this, Ed O'Keefe reporting on Cuomo. And quickly before we let you go, when you look at the at the governor's legacy now, and it is tied to this, it is also the things that he did. How will people remember his time in office? Well, I mean, there were a lot of things he did. Obviously, the pandemic. You talk to people in Albany or across the state, they say he, he did a masterful job of keeping the state safe and, and dealing with the situation and serving as a tonic to many people uh, compared to the federal response, especially in those early weeks and months. And, and they credit him for, you know, a lot of major infrastructure structure projects across the state. They're rebuilding LaGuardia Airport. They've rebuilt other parts of the state as well. He tried to buck up the economy. But you take his behavior in this situation, his alleged behavior, plus a host of scandals over the last several years, and they said it was time to hold him accountable. Okay, so what about the nursing homes? Do nursing homes. Go do nursing homes. Come on. Let me hear you do nursing homes. Let me hear you. Come on. No, not so much. Oh, CBS News. Ah, that little farce you played. You can't fool a Zioli. Listen, Janice Dean wrote today, it's good Cuomo's gone, but don't forget the nursing home scandal. Unfortunately, Janice, I feel like the media wants to forget it. They really do. They want to forget it. Now, she's happy Cuomo's gone. I think everybody's happy. How about Cuomo suggesting, and all these Italian-Americans are outraged over the idea that Cuomo suggested right now, that what he did was cultural, that it was, you know, the grabbing and the kissing and the touching and everything. Somebody said, my Nona would have beat his ass with a wooden spoon. That's right. That's how Italian Americans are feeling. Like, this friggin' guy, how dare you suggest that this is cultural? We respect women, the Italian Americans, my people. We respect women. This guy crosses lines with women and then blames it on being Italian American? No, 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 no. Cuomo, I'm not perverted, I'm just Italian, which is going to be my new shirt. I'm not perverted, I'm just Italian. Actually, I think I bought that shirt at the Wildwood Boardwalk last year. I may, Maybe the year before, I forget. We Italians refuse to acknowledge Cuomo as a member of La Familia. I want to kick him out of the family, too. Italians were taught, at least I was, to respect women, certainly, and, uh, and, and, and to treat them with respect. Not to grope them. Not to grope them and, and, and just be able to feel like you could put your hands all over them, but blaming it on his culture and that the culture changed and he forgot that the culture changed. Nobody told him, I should say, not that he forgot. Nobody told him that the culture changed. He just, you know, I mean, somebody should have let him know. Next time they'll let him know. So 
Let's not forget the nursing home situation with Andrew Cuomo. Let's always keep that in, in the forefront of things as history writes the book on him. I think Janice Dean makes some great points today. It's good they got him, and however they got him is fine. However they got him, good, get him. But let's not forget that they got this guy, and they, they should have got him on the nursing home stuff. And maybe they will. Maybe they will. It's not over yet. But when you've got so many people who died in his watch in the nursing homes... We have to make sure we hold them accountable for that. Uh, the deadly Lambda variant could be the next uh, vaccine-resistant variant. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Now, this does sound like a Revenge of the Nerds story, I know. As the U.S. struggles to now suppress Delta, Lambda is ra- ravaging parts of South America, and it won't be slowed by vaccines. So it's ravaging parts of South America. And I'm going to make a suggestion here. Maybe considering that Lambda might be vaccine-resistant and it's ravaging South America, maybe what we do is we shut down our border, like New Zealand's doing, like Australia did, like Hawaii's doing. (laughs) Again, call me crazy. They had 212,000 apprehensions last month at the southern border. That's people that got in that we know of. We're forgetting all the people that we don't know of. And what I'm going to tell you is somebody is going to come in from South America bringing in one of these variants from our southern border. The countries where this variant has come in, uh, Chile, Peru, Argentina, Ecuador, South America. Eventually, it's going to make its way to North America. Eventually, it's going to make its way to the United States of America. And we better smarten up here. But we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. I this is a, I feel like I'm, I'm watching Bizarro World. Don't you feel that way sometimes as everything that's going on? You clearly know there's a problem going on at the southern border, don't you? And yet, it doesn't seem like anybody else but us is noticing. Like, we're noticing what's happening. And the Biden administration is, is, is literally acting like we're crazy. You had the New Jersey governor say it was tinfoil hat stuff. Tinfoil hat stuff. Tinfoil hat stuff. What, what? I mean, he goes, this is Fox News. Tinfoil hat that people are coming over the southern border. Huh? Well, let me play you. This is Secretary Mayorkas. This is what he said regarding the border apprehension. Take a listen to this. Allow me uh, to share with you the CBP enforcement numbers for July. 212,000. 672 persons were encountered attempting entry along the southwest border, a 13% increase over June 2021. You hear that? I think, let me try, try that again. I think I'm going to screw up the audio now. Let's try it again. Allow me uh, to share with you the CBP enforcement numbers for July. 212,672 persons were encountered attempting entry along the southwest border, a 13 percent increase over june 2021 how about that it's us tinfoil hat stuff tinfoil hat it's the kind of conspiracy stuff we all talk about now this is a real problem and i wish somebody would do something about it like the president of the united states wouldn't that be nice if the president would do something about it wouldn't we all love to just raise our hands and say hey mr president can we can we just close the border down until we can get you know, get this under control just until then. And then maybe open it back up again because you're going to open it up eventually. You need constituents. You need voters. We understand. You need your voters. I get it. But until then, could you shut it down? Maybe because now Fauci's saying inevitably we're all going to need booster shots. Come on, booster shots. 
Why don't we, instead of, of needing booster shots, why don't we just make sure that the borders shut down so no new variants come in that we're going to need booster shots for? Doesn't that sound like common sense? In answer to your question, no vaccine, at least not within this category, is going to have an indefinite amount of protection. So in answer to your question, it's right. Inevitably, there will be a time when we'll have to give boosts. What we're doing literally on a weekly and monthly basis is following cohorts of patients to determine if, when, and whom should get it. Yeah, and let's decide who should get it. The CDC took mistaken Delta data on the Delta variant, and uh, they took it from a New York Times uh, infographic. Yeah, they, that's what they did, and they said it was more contagious than chickenpox or as contagious as chickenpox, and it's not. It's contagious, but it's not as contagious as chickenpox. And, and and so, as I mentioned earlier, this is why people don't want to believe these people because they keep changing their minds on things. Rand Paul's in YouTube prison because he said class, cloth masks don't work. And to her credit, last night on CNN, Aaron Burnett pointed out the fact that what he said is exactly what Dr. Michael Osterholm said and exactly what Dr. Emanuel said and what Dr. Fauci has said. And I said, you know who said that? I said that. I said that yesterday on the show too, on the podcast. I said the exact same thing. That that Rand Paul is being punished for what these medical professionals also said about masking. So I, let's, let's understand here why people are getting upset right now because the science of the data keeps changing right before our eyes, does it not? Let's cut through the BS. This is the Rich Zioli Podcast. Indeed it is. And you're having a good day. I hope I'm having a great day today. I'm excited because I'm going to be taking uh, Patrick to the Eagles game tonight. I'm going to take, uh, he's a big football fan. It's a little surprise. Kindergarten graduation present. Me and Bridget are going to take him tonight to see the game. We're excited for that. He loves football. He does. He loves the Eagles, loves football. Uh, hopefully there won't be too much wokeness. I don't, I just, I don't want to have a lot of politics just play the game. I think there's going to be a lot of politics this season, though. Who am I kidding? But maybe not. Maybe we'll be able to get, you know, just enjoy ourselves and just, I don't know, just have a fun game. Hey, are you excited for the new National Climate Army? I am. I'm looking forward to this. Democrats are going to pay young Americans to tell you how to behave. That's right. So, the, so one of the things that they passed in this new bill as part of their infrastructure bill is this idea of a federal civilian climate corps. $10 billion for the climate shock and awe troops in the American Jobs Plan. Now, these young people, inspired by the likes of Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey, kook, who have proposed a climate corps that employs 1.5 million Americans over five years. Now, obviously, this is based on FDR's Civilian Conservation Corps. FDR is their hero. They love FDR. This, of course, was when the jobless rate was more than 20 percent in the Great Depression. Now, the jobless rate is not 20% now, though Democrats are working hard to achieve that. Believe me, they're trying. They're trying to get it to 20% right now. But they're going to hire all these people to go around and basically lecture us on climate. I don't know exactly what they'll do, but they'll put a new, diverse generation of Americans to work, conserving our public lands and waters, bolstering community resilience, and advancing environmental justice. Democrats envision a core that's part green jobs plan, part behavioral hectoring squad, part social justice brigade, and part union recruitment effort. Now, that kook Markey up in Massachusetts, he wants the climate core. They can work on things like coastal restoration. They can repair national park trails. Who knew they were destroyed? Install rooftop solar panels and help with climate disaster recovery, among other jobs. 
And of course, they'll make at least $15 an hour. They'll get health care coverage, counseling services, education grants of $25,000 a year. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No, no. They'll get all of it baked in here to the Civilian Conservation Corps. They got Because you got you got to bring them all in and you got to make sure that you're giving nice jobs. They could get jobs in the private sector. But again, the Democrats want to destroy all those jobs and then have them all go to work in the public sector. It's amazing how this is happening, isn't it? Right before our very eyes, people are still on unemployment benefits right now as we speak. Still as we speak, people are on unemployment benefits. So they're doing their best to try to destroy the private economy. I just don't know if they're going to be able to succeed. If they get their way, they'll succeed. Don't get me wrong. They're tr- you got to give them credit for trying. That's the thing. you got to give them credit for trying. They get an A for effort. No doubt about it. But then again, they might get an A for also succeeding, too. And as I mentioned earlier, considering that a majority of Democrats now prefer socialism, they're getting exactly what they wanted. They're getting exactly what they voted for. The Democrats are delivering on their promises. This, as census data show, America's white population shrank. That's right. Something else Democrats want to do is, of course, make sure that America's white population shrinks even more. It's, it's true. I mean, they do. They want that's it's been a big part of their plan. No doubt about it. That's a big part of their plan is to make America a whole lot more diverse by letting a whole lot more people come into the country. They're not shy about that fact. They're very open about that fact. This is why the border is such an issue, because we want to close because we see that there's new variants coming from South America. We want to do the right thing and stop it. But Democrats are turning around right now and they're, they're keeping it open because to the woke Democrats, they want this country to change. They do. And they certainly don't believe we have any right to keep anybody out. They, they really believe that in the bottom of their heart. Don't doubt that. I'm telling you. They believe that America owes it to any person around the world who wants to come here. You know this. I know this. We see it all the time. Oh, coffee prices are getting up. Coffee's getting, everything's going up, right? Now coffee prices are going up too. Come on. Can anything just be left alone? Because I need my caffeine. I know you do as well. Because we're very smart people and we're going to live a long time. I love caffeine, don't you? I think caffeine is fun. It makes me happy. It really does. And it does. I mean, coffee's good for you. I'm convinced coffee's very, very good for you. I know a lot of people like to act like it's something you should give up. I'll never give it up. I'll never give it up. Never. Never in my life. Oh, look. You see now? Look. You see, Dan Bongino today said what I said yesterday, which is fine. That they suspended Rand Paul for saying the same thing on masks. I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy to hear that. That's good. It makes me happy that people are catching on to what I say. It's like I'm starting a trend here. I like it very, very much. There'll be no federal vaccination database, says the White House. Do you believe them? I don't believe them. They say that, but I don't believe them. White House COVID-19 coordinator Jeff Zent says there'll be no federal vaccination database. They asked today at the White House, why don't they have a QR code? Like, have it on everybody they have to scan. But the feds are saying right now, no federal vaccination database database but do you believe that and they're saying it'll be at the state and local level so i guess my question to you is do you think there'll be one at the state and local level that's the question i have for you do you see that coming during thursday's covid19 briefing covid19 coordinator jeff zent said the biden administration has no plans to set up a federal vaccine database no plans right now but when will that change is my question See, I get really worried about this because it seems like there's a lot of invasive things happening with liberty, does it not? That more entities are requiring vaccines. Is the administration reconsidering something like a QR code, 
or a password to verify people's vaccination status? And if not, what are you doing to stop the proliferation of fake vaccine cards? Thank you. Okay, Dr. Fugazi vaccine cards. Long COVID question. Right. Thank you for that question. We are examining long COVID um, in children, and um, we are seeing long COVID symptoms. I don't believe anything she says. They appear to be. She needs to go. This is Rachel Walensky, the head of the CDC. I don't believe anything she says. I think she's lost all credibility. Let me skip it to the part of the White House guy what he says about the the vaccine approaches, and you know we applaud uh, this innovation. There will be no uh, federal vaccination database as with all other vaccines the information gets held at the state and local level Um, but any system that is developed uh, in the private sector or elsewhere must meet key standards including affordability being available both digitally and on paper and importantly protecting people's privacy and security Uh, the second part of your question you know we are aware of some cases of fraud or counterfeit COVID-19 cards uh, being advertised on social media sites and e-commerce platforms while the practice is not widespread. Not yet. I will remind everyone that it's... There'll be a black market. The mob will be all over it. I'm telling you, the mafia, they're already all over it too. Let me give you a quick update in Afghanistan. U.S. sending 3,000 troops to help. They're leaving from Fort Bragg. They're going to try to save our embassy in Kabul. What an absolute mess the Biden administration is leaving here. They have... this this, This is Saigon. This is the fall of Saigon playing out again. He's Jimmy Carter. That's what he is. Joe Biden is Jimmy Carter in every way. Inflation, gas prices, and now watching as our embassy has to be evacuated in Kabul. This didn't have to be this way. The Taliban has now gained complete control of Afghanistan. Look, I've been saying for a long time we had to get out of Afghanistan, but I'm telling you, and I think you can agree on this point, how they have exited here is a disgrace. What they've done here and, and how they've handled this is an absolute failure. Failure. Nobody wanted them to just leave in this manner where you'd you'd leave such a gaping hole. Everything we worked for for 20 years gone out the window overnight, just like that, overnight. And now the Taliban is going to be in charge of the country again, which means we're most likely going to be back in Afghanistan at some point. Because you know what's going to happen is some warmonger is going to become president again and send everybody back to Afghanistan. It's only a matter of time. Some warmonger will be back there sending us sending sending our troops back there again. This is a mess. Biden, this administration seems to fail at everything, does it not? Let's cut through the BS. This is the Rich Zioli podcast. All right, now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, all right, Rich, but can we get to the bottom line about the huge super spreader event that was Lollapalooza in Chicago? All those people out there dancing, yucking it up, laughing outdoors, you know, mosh pitting and whatnot, whatever the kids do. So Chicago had a big briefing on this. The huge super spreader event that was Lollapalooza. Huge event. And they looked into everything. And I'm sure the conclusion is that it was a huge, huge super spreader event. So let's hear what Chicago had to say about the super spreader event known as Lollapalooza. Let's see what they had to say about this. Uh, Chicago Breakdown have not seen anything different at the city level in terms of patterns that would suggest um, an impact from Lala. Oh. And then um, we seen, obviously okay. will continue to do further investigation as necessary, but I want to make sure everybody understands right. 
any person diagnosed with COVID-19 on or after attending Lollapalooza is included in the analysis. They got him in the numbers. So okay. these cases may or may not have resulted from transmission at Lala itself. We've right. been very broad here. Anybody who is potentially associated, Anybody. we want to investigate. So we're not saying that every one of these folks was was uh, infected at Lala. In fact, we expect they were not, but oh. we take a very broad view oh, because were. we want to um, understand the whole picture. So now, 14 days post, uh-huh. as I said, we've had no unexpected findings at this point. Uh, there's no evidence at this point of a super spreader event, uh, and there's no evidence of substantial impact to Chicago's COVID epidemiology. No evidence it was a super spreader event. See, that's weird because everybody said it was going to be a huge super spreader event. So maybe you're looking at the wrong data, Chicago health person. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, speaking of data, this is sad. The uh, Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz was discussing how many of his men are dealing with COVID and dealing with quarantining because of COVID. This must be so frustrating for these border agents. Again, Governor Phil Murphy, this is all tinfoil hat stuff, right, Gov? Tinfoil hat conspiracy craziness. What we're experiencing now with unaccompanied children, family units, migrants from uh, countries that we traditionally don't experience these tremendous flows from or what our border patrol agents are faced with each and every day. And then you compound that with this COVID threat. uh, And in any given day, I may have between 300 and 400 border patrol agents that are in a quarantine status. And as you know, you know, I wear this black uh, badge over my back. black band over my badge because we've lost eight border patrol agents in the line of duty to covid or uh to other events and one is too many yeah one is too many i feel really bad for these guys and gals they got to deal with this don't you it's a terrible situation it really is terrible situation they got to deal with uh, as I mentioned at the start of the podcast, the Pentagon is sending 3,000-plus troops to deal with the situation in Afghanistan. Uh, John Kirby is a spokesman for the, uh, for the Pentagon. just want to give you a little bit of the flavor of what he was talking about today because this is a mess. Security rapidly deteriorating in Afghanistan. Total S show under uh, President Biden. Uh, this is Saigon Redux. Or is it Redu? I always wonder that, don't you? About 3,500 to 4,000 people. So why is it, I'm unclear why, so it's 3,000 people who are going to HKIA right away in the coming days. Uh, And then you have another 3,500 who will be there on standby in case all for security. I'm unclear on what they're doing. I mean, if the 3,000 going to HKIA, it's like a couple of miles from the embassy to HKIA. What exactly are 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 three thousand people doing? Are they are they just there securing the airport? Then they'll be there to uh, provide safety uh, and secure and the secure movement of the reduction of civilian personnel the out of the embassy to help to help facilitate their departure uh, from the country to also help with the uh, process of moving special immigrant visa applicants out of the country mm. and to provide additional security totally uh, taken at the over. airport. Again, we believe this is a prudent measure given uh, the deteriorating security situation. Thousands, a lot of people, though. I mean, I'm, I'm still, what, what is, I, I, can you give any better sense of, like, on a, a day-to-day, what what are they doing? I mean, are, it sounds like they must be, that number of people, they must be responsible for getting people to the airport and then actually, it, it almost sounds as if they're coming in and taking over security at the airport. I wouldn't go that far, Courtney. The the Turkish forces are still at the airport. The Turks are still in the lead of security at the airport. We already have some 
security forces, the United States security forces at the airport, including some aviation elements. Um, these three thousand would this be going a mess. to what a mess, bolster right? that presence and to make sure three thousand troops that the airport is secure enough to, to facilitate to basically the evacuate our embassy in Kabul because the Taliban has um, come in again. This is about. Oh, man, they're going to assist in the departure of diplomats, any possible evacuations. Biden has completely blown this, completely blown this. That, you know, and, 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 and again, it didn't have to be this way. Oh, I love this guy. So this guy, let me just, and I'm, I got to end with this because I got to run. And this is going to be my last podcast because I'm going on vacation. I'm going down to Myrtle Beach to see Mama Zioli and Papa Zioli. So after the show tomorrow, we're going to jump in the car and we're going to go and uh, and we're going to drive down there. I didn't want to deal with the nonsense of flying because I would end up duct taped to a seat or maybe Reagan would. It's very possible. She's a beast. And I just I don't want to be duct taped to a seat. So we decided we're going to drive. And with the price of gas, it only cost us fourteen thousand dollars to get there that's not that's not bad if you think about it uh but i, I was thinking though about so i won't they're obviously they're not gonna do a podcast next week and i'm on vacation come on i gotta go relax i gotta go recharge so i'll miss you but catch up in all the podcasts you missed and this could be a good time for you to spread the word if you know what i mean tell your friends tell your family rate the podcast but so this guy is an iranian rock star you heard about this guy? This guy's the man. He's an Iranian Christian rock star, and he tells the school board, in response to their stupid pronoun push, what he wants kids, his kids, to be called. I love this because I always the, the the dumb pronoun thing. You got to identify as they, their, his, her, it. Uh, I, I identify as Batman. I don't know if you know that. That's my pat, my pronoun, Batman. I'm reclaiming it after Ben Affleck almost destroyed it. Listen to what this guy says. This is great. I love this. Guy comes up to the podium here. This guy's a, this guy's a rock star. Dear disgraced board members, you think you're woke? Well, let me wake you a little bit more. I'm a Chaldean married to an Armenian. We are minorities of the minorities in this country. Our ancestors and people survived massacres of the Turks and the ISIS. I grew up in Iran as a Christian. And when we went to school, as much as the government wanted to indoctrinate us, the teachers didn't allow it. The teachers did their job, teach us the curriculum, science, math, biology, etc. They didn't try to shove propaganda down our throats like the Ayatollahs did. Now in the 21st century, we have social, social justice warrior, so-called teachers are trying to shove their garbage ideology down our kids' throat. Boom. These are our children, not yours. Their job is not to raise my child or my neighbor's child. Their job is to teach our kids math, science, biology, literature, and that's it. Not ideology. Now you want to push garbage crap like pronouns? (laughs) How the hell does that keep a kid from succeeding? How does that help them? I love this guy. Teach them how to add? You want to push that garbage down my kid's throat? I will make you call my kids king and queen. (laughs) That's how I will address my sons and my daughter. (laughs) And you you look at me, you call me master. You want that pronoun to be in your mouth when you look at me? No, I think they banned that word. Good for you, man. I love it. You know, I got to just end on this note. The lesser Cuomo was seen uh, dancing it up. Uh, right before his brother resigned, Lester Cuomo was at a dance party. This guy, man, he's dancing it up. 
And he's got this shirt on, and he's boogieing in the background. I'm going to have some fun with this tomorrow morning. The lesser dancing, and he's totally got the white man's overbite. I'm just saying, the, the, the lesser Cuobo. This guy is the worst. I can't believe he still has a job. All right, listen, enjoy the rest of your day today. Thanks for hanging out, listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. It's always fun to do it, and always fun to have you with me. So, man, situation in Kabul is heartbreaking, isn't it? It really is. So is the situation at the border. Absolutely heartbreaking. So frustrating. But hey, tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow will be a better day. What a good feeling about it. Have a great rest of your day. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.